Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the Mojo Maker and host Nikki Fogden Moore, the Vitality Expert, dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your business and your life with special industry and life-leading guests, top tips on how you can create that magical blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with life. Welcome. This is my first Monday Mojo Live. So, welcome for those of you that are going to be watching this later. My name's Nikki Fogden Moore. I'm a high performance uh, leadership coach. I've been working both in health and well being and in business for over 25 years, which is a little scary to say. And I've been asked by some of my uh, Monday Mojo subscribers to provide a live video on Mondays to go with the emails that go out. So if you haven't subscribed to the email, hop over to vitalitycoachtv.com.au and you can join me there and subscribe to Monday Mojos and you'll get the full blog and all sorts of different links and other concepts, videos, tips and tools and special things from me. And most importantly, you'll get updates on when these shows are going live. So today, I just want to welcome you. If you're new to my channel, this is Vitality Coach TV. I'm known as the Mojo Maker, and I work on the next dimension of leadership. So that is accessing all the vital tools and ingredients that we actually all have within us that we're not taught when we go through school or university or through general colleges. This is really, really about defining your absolute truest potential. So that's not only healthy, wealthy, wise, but looking at yourself in all forms, physically, spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, and how to find that magical flow. So if you did read today's mojo, if not, you can leave a comment and I'll send it out to you. But it's about reverse mojo. With ISO, isolation, and COVID-19, for many, many years and months up until this point, so many people have been asking for more time with their family, more me time, less stress, less commuting, less fast pace, stress, overwhelm, exhaustion, all these things were happening. Um, and then all of a sudden, we're granted. You know, COVID came in and everyone was forced to be isolated and to sit at home, to work differently, to assess businesses. Some businesses I know went overnight which is really, really scary. And what people were predicting for their budgets, for their family holidays, for paying their mortgages, for paying their rent, even just getting basic food suddenly just went and vanished. So if you've gone into my mojo today, you'll notice that there's a comment that says, we're all in the same storm. It just depends what boat you're in. And that really depends on your perspective. So there are some people going through this crisis at the moment and doing really well out of it. There are some essential organizations, essential services, and jobs that have not been affected, but in fact have been increased and in higher demand as a result of COVID. And then you've got completely the other side of the field, which is people that have completely lost their work, started new jobs, uh, and then all of a sudden that new job had gone, you know, and then you've got a whole other section of elderly and people that were in care and that can't get access to any of that sort of stuff. So everything has been turned upside down. And 
One of the great things is how we deal with crisis. Uh, This is not new. The world has seen many pandemics, many wars, many political events, many financial crises. In fact, you know, when the GFC hit before, the banks had no money. Now, while we're going through this, the banks have a lot of money. So it's not that there's no currency that's floating around. It's not that everything completely stopped and got rationed. It's that some survived and others were given a hefty hit. What I want to talk to you about today is the actual art of what defines the difference between a speedboat and when you're rowing through a storm and actually how to harness the truest potential in your decision making and understand the difference between, I would say, self-talk and self. What does that mean? So the very simple way when we go through crises is that to understand not observing everyone else around you, but to actually sit in front of the mirror and realize that the reactions and the judgments and everything else that's happening around you about everyone else are probably a reflection of what you're going through. So if you're a leader in this and you're running a business or you've been running your family and you're really starting to get challenged on what's important for you, I want to give you the first tip in reverse mojo. So that is getting comfortable with sitting with self. If anyone tells you that you can get rid of your ego, that little voice in the black wolf that's on your shoulder, and that you can kind of get woke and you can become a Buddhist monk and you'll never have any issues anymore, that's completely not true. It sits there insidiously doing push-ups in the background. The real art is discerning the difference between self, which is your knowing, which is that peaceful, instantaneous decision, between the noisy, cluttery, very confusion-giving voice that's like giving you all the reasons around articulating, intellectualizing, over-informing. I mean, it just creates this huge state of anxiety. So when you make a decision that's completely grounded and in the sense of knowing, that is called making a decision from self. When you make a decision that's just purely out of intellectual reasons and, you know, over-rationalizing and going from one side to the other, then chances are your ego is in the driver's seat. Why do you think it's important that we become more aligned with self and less with self-talk? Let me just loop back a little bit around self-talk. What's happened in today's society is we've got a lot of reasons to be motivated and to be, you know, step up, stiff up a lip, keep on going, push through it, be determined. You got this, a sense of duty, you know, things that really drive an insidious programming that mean no matter what I've got this, you know, work hard, show up for people. But what we're doing in this programming is we're not pausing and listening to what the real truth is or what the right thing to do is. We're doing it on a surface-based decision. So we're doing it on a framework or a modeling designed by society to tick some boxes on what the right decision is. And we're losing a sense of self every time we make a decision based on external validation and not that sense of knowing inside ourselves. And when we operate like that all the time, we take ourselves off balance. We remove a sense of grounding and we actually remove, funnily enough, the word common sense. So I put a little note for about what the heart atom nouses, N-O-U-S. So as we go uh, through lifetimes and when you're born and when you pass over, your heart has an atom that sits 
in the core ventricle, it's got one little vent in your heart and that's called nous, and that is your flow. So you know when you're making good decisions is when you're sitting in your flow, right? So that is where the term use your nous comes from. It's not use your head, it's actually use your heart. So through all these times, we actually know when something feels right because we can make an instantaneous decision and we just know. We don't even need to know why, we just know. But when we make decisions that are backed up by all the rational reasons of doing the right thing for other people because of X, Y, Z, we're sitting in a decision-making process that is 10 times more exhausting and more often than not lands us in trouble at a later date. So let's talk about reverse mojo, uncovering the magic um, when you're sitting with self. And special shout out to Chris, by the way, for emailing me and asking me that where's my mojo because he hadn't received one for a while. So I'm good. Uh, but what a cool tribe that we have that we can look after each other. So very, very cool. I actually made some notes today. Let's get into it. So I read a quote the other day and it said, challenging times don't make people become someone. They show you who they truly are. Touche. Very true. And I tend to agree. Whilst challenging times can help build character and it can bring out new skills and abilities and everything else, I do believe that when people go through a crisis, their actions really demonstrate where they sit. And that's very, very important because it shows you who they truly are. So when people are faced there, as Elvis, Elvis Presley said, you know, values are like fingerprints. We leave them over everything we do. And that's exactly what we do. You may be surprised during this time of isolation, even in your family, how people have reacted. And if they are based in crisis and fear and doubt and shock and kind of like the victim mentality, or if their response is to tackle these obstacles and challenges with a vision of what can we do to get the most out of this time? What can we do to spend the most time with family? What can we do to support our kids? What can we do to be productive, to be accountable and to be very present, right? So it's always good to observe others, but importantly, you've got to think about what are you doing during this time? So we're very, very good as a population to put all our attention elsewhere. Like, oh my God, how could they do that? And look at this latest bit of the news and, oh, my neighbor, they're always going on about X, Y, Z. But really, I want you to bring the focus back to what are you doing? Um, The more time that we spend worrying about what everyone else is doing, we're losing opportunities to be in the driver's seat ourselves. So What are you doing during this time to take care of your own side of the street? How are you using your reverse mojo, your time to sit with self, to really reflect, review, and align what really matters? Now, once we start to go down that track, it can get a little bit wobbly because, you know, many of you that are watching this show, I bet like me, you're fully engaged in your work and your life. You don't just wing it, you know, you're, or you're all in. So what you do is really important to you. How you come across is important to you. Building your future is important to you. Who you hang out with, all those things are not by accident. But when you might be realizing lately that you're a little bit uncomfortable with your current circumstances and you're not gelling with certain things and you're also thinking all the decisions that I used to make up until this point, they just don't feel right anymore. And I think that's really, really important is that you understand that possibly the audit that is happening is an internal audit. It's not an audit of the banking system or the health system or transportation or anything else. It's actually 
and internal audit of our own systems. You know, how are we making value-based decisions? Are we looking after our neighbours? Do we really need all that stuff in our wardrobes? You know, the first couple of weeks, everyone had lots of fun online shopping, but then they realised they've got nowhere to wear anything. And we have all this stuff for what reason, you know? And I think it's been really confronting for a lot of people because they have realised they don't need all this stuff. And where were the gaps? What about love and happiness and joy and laughter and play and things that are absolutely not possible to buy in a store, but possibly more enriching and more long-lasting and more valuable than anything you can get online? That's really, really important. So we might not want to admit it, but we're being forced to do an internal audit, a spiritual audit, a leadership audit, how we engage with our kids audit. I mean, everyone said I didn't ask to have to school my kids, but these are your kids. So you know, you've got to do what's right for them and what's right by them. That's our responsibility as parents. The universe, the laws of nature, the laws of our states, the way that we work, interact, conduct our day-to-day lives got fully turned upside down in March 2020. So when all the proverbial change has fallen out of your pockets, what are you left with? You. It's your most important project ever. And if you're a leader watching this, there is no greater asset than how you actually you know, metabolize the changes that we're going through and think, what does this mean to me as an evolving human, as an evolving individual, as an evolving guide for others? There's no turning back. So good luck if you think you can go back to how you used to do things. Uh, Your soul probably won't let you. You know, the environment won't let you. This is just how we are. Life is just going to be one big rally. So whether it's business or personal matters, this whole time will have been asking you to review and refine. How do we navigate that? Number one, step one, decide, are you going to be in the passenger's seat or are you going to be in the driver's seat? Very simple. And it really doesn't matter what age you are or whatever you've done to this day, you are ultimately in charge of your own destiny. And it doesn't matter what the government says, we're all in the same storm. So how you choose to navigate your boat is your decision. Very, very important. And I feel there are always opportunities in life. Uh, It's one big rally. So rail, rain, hail or shine, it's important for us to think what's around the corner and to have that consistent curiosity and feel that we have a support system that can actually provide a navigation tool to get through whatever's coming around the corner. So what's your default position being in this? And remember, are you always coming up with reasons why you can't do something or are you actually having a kind of curiosity that says this is kind of cool I'm really enjoying it why don't I use this time to ask myself why not not why not but why not whatever programming might have got us to this point in this life and it's very important with quantum decision making uh, if you've read anything from Joe Dispenza Dr. Joe Dispenza if you've uh, done any study on theta healing or on uh, quantum physics you'll know or neuroplasticity you'll know that our mental, for some people, mental prison, but our mental environment can quite easily be replaced and reprogrammed. It really depends on what filter you want to go with. And that's something I really want to teach you is quantum decision-making, understanding the power of neuroplasticity, uh, the power of quantum physics, the power of quantum energy, and how that by harnessing the deeper knowledge that sits inside all of us, you'll go, why have I not learned this before? Why was I forced into a fetal position with my head in the hands before I really started to understand there was another way of doing things, 
another way of thinking about things, another way of being a better leader at home, another way of understanding that I have access to all the stuff that I really need. And that's not even in a woo-woo way, it's in a scientific way to be in complete flow with head and heart. The most powerful combination that you will ever, ever get to play with. It's like a V8 on steroids, a Ferrari in the sky. It's amazing. But you've got to learn what that really feels like. So uh, I know that you wouldn't be on this show or you wouldn't be reading my mojo or we wouldn't be hanging out unless you were a kind of a person that does stuff with life. Like you don't sit around waiting for things to happen. So you've probably got a sense of like, oh, there must be something more out there. And then into me, you know, you've always probably been the black sheep. You've probably always been a visionary, an entrepreneur. You've probably uh, been creative, the idealist, you know, the life of the party or the empathy person, the rescuer. I don't know, all the titles that we have when we're growing up are put upon us because to really come into this world and to utilize all the skills we have is kind of alarming for most people. It's too much. So then we get put in a box and we just kind of get segmented off. We play a role for most of our lives until there is a shift, until there is a moment in your life, until there is a moment in your community, until there is a crisis, a disaster, a life-altering experience, which demands of you, which creates an internal shift that is so audible that you can't deny it. And then once it started, it's like... You can't go back. But the problem is, is that when people start that journey, there's a void because you don't feel comfortable where you were, but you have no idea of what the end result of next looks like. And there lies the greatest opportunity of all, or the greatest challenge, I like to think it's the opportunity, is harnessing the ability to not have to control every single outcome, but to be in flow and complete trust that you are divinely guided and that your purpose on this planet is far greater than you ever imagined. So that acceptance is crucial because that deep little heartbeat that you hear more clearly now will not let you be complacent. It will not let you keep doing the same things over and over again. Every time you go back into that same cycle, every time you go back to that group of friends, every time you keep trying to repeat old patterns, it will get more and more uncomfortable, like an itchy jumper. So at some point, you actually get repelled. So what you may notice in your life is that you will actually get allergic reactions to people, places, and things that no longer serve you. And this will be out of your control. You can fight tooth and nail to stay in the comfortable discomfort that you know so well, but you will be forced out, whether you like it or not. So your personality, your intellect, your joie de vivre, your gift of the gab, your entrepreneurial winging it, whatever got you to this point, that's great. But it will no longer serve you because you have been asked to step up. You have been asked to actually listen and to utilize the skills, the emotional intellect, the physical, spiritual intellect, and the deep, deep, deep experience and knowing that we've all been given. But your one will be completely different from mine. So the trick is to sit with self and figure out who you really are and what lies beneath the surface, because it will be the most experiential, incredible, and fulfilling process of all. You've just got to have your big girl, big boy pants on. So uh, let me look back a little bit. I think that I want to let you know that this is really about accessing a greater sense of knowledge than you've ever really realized that you had. And I think we tend to challenge that because we think knowledge comes from books or 
an MBA or, you know, work experience, but actually we already have many, many tools and skills that we just don't tap into. And to some degree, um, these have been brought back to life when we go back to community-based things where we start to connect with others in a different way. We start to connect with ourselves. We start to have more time for creativity. We start to have more time to build things. We start to have more time to approach problems and come up with solutions that are different than if we were pressed for time. But all through the ages with these catalyst events, I think what we're forgetting in 2020 is that when my grandparents had a war, they didn't have Wi-Fi or, um, you know, online shopping or Zoom backgrounds. You know, they had to figure it out themselves. They couldn't ask Siri what to do. They, they're often they were on large properties with extraordinarily tough rations that the whole country was under siege with, not just streets or neighborhoods. And here we've relatively had the ability to really kind of survive in luxury to some degree, you know, and uh, I know that's not for all. But the greatest challenge for many people has been sitting with themselves and sitting with their family members in close proximity, sitting with uh, relationships and situations that don't serve them anymore and not being able to ignore those things by escapism, not being able to run from the things that we most need to deal with because there's nowhere to run, Uh, not being able to replace the real decision-making on your personal relationships, your work situation by going and taking on board another project or going for a long drive or hanging out with your mates or, you know, constantly running away from our real responsibilities and ourselves. So this is a whole deeper level of ownership. And the rewards that come with that are truly remarkable, but you better believe that it's like training for the spiritual Olympics. But it is freaking amazing when you stand on that podium. You know, we are all in the same storm, but in different boats. How do you think you shift boats? Your mindset. You know, like sitting here right now, you have the same situation. You either decide that you're stuck or you get curious. It's a nanosecond decision, but you're in exactly the same spot. It's all about your mindset. So what's next? We're coming out of strict isolation rules. We're embarking on a slow emergence back into the general population. You know, retail is opening up, public transport, they're putting on more services for this. Restrictions are being lifted, you know, and people are going, what do I do now? You know, school's probably going to go back in a couple of weeks in Australia. This is going to sound really strange. So forgive me as I really want businesses to thrive and I want the economy to be back and I want things to be back up and running. But part of me is really curious. I'm like, have we really learned our lesson yet? You know, I walk outside, there are more butterflies. The whales and the dolphins are back because they've stopped sonar testing. The ocean is alive with fish. Nature has thrived. You know, there are more animals around than ever before. There are less emissions in the sky. There are more birds, less plants. There is better oxygen levels. We've had a thrive in the ability of plant, flora, and fauna nature to come back as well. So this whole surgence, this whole uprising of Mother Earth of Gaia has also put much needed enrichment and energy back into our nature, which was stripped with this kind of constant energy of cars, planes, people, buses, automobiles, and just movement. So we've had a forced downtime. I think the public was put into a forced time out by Mother Nature, and we couldn't have had anything better to really sit there and think, what are we going to do differently this time? So I ask you, what are you going to do differently this time? What are we going to do when we emerge from this forced hibernation? 
you know, are we going to have the conviction to truly break our codependence with convenience? I want to say that again. Are we going to have the conviction to truly break our codependence with convenience? You know, and I'm not just talking about things. I'm not just talking about Uber Eats or, you know, our Siri or I'm talking about relationship codependence. I'm talking about codependence on trauma bonds, on staying stuck in stories that don't serve us, on staying in a cycle, on running a business that we don't enjoy anymore, on all these things that we've come stuck in the cycle with and we've forgotten to learn that it's okay to change your mind, that it's okay to have fulfillment. So how are we going to come out? Are we going to break our codependence with convenience? Question, huh? What do you think? Are we willing to truly grow into our fullest potential? What does that really even mean? Is that like a buzzword you put on a mood board or what does that feel like? To me, here's what fullest potential feels like. It's accessing all the senses, the skills, the independent decision-making, talents, and your greatest gifts. You know, whether that's playing the guitar, drawing, buying cars, selling them again, you know, I don't know, anything from passion projects to business deals to being great at parenting to communication to all these artistic endeavors that have been put to the wayside because life got too busy. How are you going to be the pioneer, the leaders in our new ecosystem that we're always supposed to be? We weren't supposed to be like everybody else. We're all given unique abilities, unique filters, unique ways of looking at things. And when we build teams and organizations, we want those personalities to come through. We want to give people a framework where they can bring themselves to work, not take less of themselves away and become robotic. Very, very important. And also, I think the other thing is get off surface mode. You know, you know, we've got this instant gratification society that's a like or it's, you know, it's passion, intimacy, but there's no depth. You know, people don't even know how to express their emotions. They can talk about what's not working. They can talk about what they want to have. But to really discuss who you want to be and what love really looks like and what a fantastic working relationship looks like and what a fantastic home looks like is a real struggle for a lot of people because it's almost like, I don't know if I deserve that. You know, we've been molded into just be happy with what you've got, that we've forgotten to talk about how it really feels to be in this world. And that essence, that feeling, that drive, that passion, that creativity, that need and that desire is what needs to come to the top because that's where you get that magic energy from. So don't push that away because you're afraid of emotions. Actually access those things because they will give you, you know, the superpowers to achieve more than you ever thought possible, to access the greater knowledge, to have an awakening of what truly you can see is at your fingertips. Very, very important. So that is mastering the real ability of self, mastering the real ability of self, to gracefully recognize what not to bring back in your life, to go, you know what, as painful as that was, as good as it looks, et cetera, et cetera, that just does not feel congruent to me anymore. Gracefully meaning you don't have to make a massive big deal out of it. You don't have to judge anyone else, but you should get out of cycles that are no longer serving you. And if you needed a reason to do it, this is a good time to do it. And I think also to get out of habit and old conditioning, you know, to not be on autopilot anymore, but to be firmly in the driver's seat. So, so, so very important. This means stepping into the unknown. I don't know if you've seen my fall or fly leap of faith video with the two walls where most people just like, I know what this is. This is really miserable, but I know it. So I'm going to stay here. 
because if I let my hands go, I don't know if I'm going to fall or fly. And that that fear overrides the possibility of harmony and happiness. It's such a dangerous, sad place to sit. Many people sit like that in their entire lives because they're just so afraid of letting go of what they know and grasping the true happiness with the unknown. And that means learning how to harness yourself. So you are the master of your destiny, guys. I want to leave this little mojo with you. I'll put the link to Monday Mojo on this um, show notes as well on youtube.com. I also put the sign up there. But I, I want to say to you, don't look over your shoulder or expect someone else to come in and create your future. You are the co-creators. You're it. You're part of that spearhead of the new generation. It doesn't matter what title, age, what it, you're it. You are part of this new earth that we're building. So you have to let go of the wars of the devil that you know. Well, why would you want to be hanging out with the devil anyway? Why would you want to sit in the pain body for so long? Read Eckhart Tolle or listen to Byron Katie. Just accept it, you know, realize it, but don't keep carrying the baggage around because it is preventing you from living a life that you truly love. So that is a choice, right? Very, very important. You are the master of your destiny. If you keep pointing the finger and blaming and shaming and looking for misery people to talk to, it's on you. So if you get up in the morning and you are always complaining, you're missing out the fact that there is something magical there for you no matter what your circumstance, but it's about what boat you're driving up top. I want you to think about your sense of belief, your value, your driving force. Uh, Use this time in isolation. We might only have a couple more weeks left of it, You won't be the same again. It won't be the same again. So what does that really mean? And do you really want to stay stuck because there's no reason for it? You know, it's purely a mental prison. There's always a solution. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, newsflash, no news there. You may feel more isolated as you actually go through this thinking and access your next dimension leadership and start to live a life that you really want to and take the mask off around your family and friends. You know, stop playing a role. You're not in Shakespeare. This is your one life. FedEx is not sending you another life tomorrow, guys. So just freaking have some courage, get some help and go for it. Because even if you pretended that you wanted to stay there, it won't work. You can try and try and try and try again. It won't work. It'll just come down and get smashed and you'll have to pick yourself up again, right? But that's not the way to keep doing things. Why keep pushing yourself into a brick wall where you can take 90 degrees to the right and think, something else is out there, there's a better way of doing this. So you will find your collective energy. Come here. We've got lots of great leaders as well. You know, my clients are incredible. I hats off to you all for how you've navigated this COVID time, although we've been in training for this, so it's going to be fun, I know, in some weird degree. Do not ignore self. Self is the instant answer. Self-talk is the noisy chatter. It's the, oh my God, it's the one that takes you out of it. Learn to distinguish The quiet, intuitive voice is quite simply asking you, why not go on, back yourself? But it doesn't have to scream at you. It's the white wolf. It's the one that wants you to have complete happiness. It's going, you have to do this because you are the pioneer. And then you have the self-talk, which is the black wolf that most of us feed mostly throughout our lives, which is about conformity, fitting in, playing a role, uh, not letting people down, all these kind of shoulds, coulds, fear, blame, shame, guilt, these energies that keep you in this low vibration, so dangerous, so limiting, and so robotic. You know, free yourself from that cycle by understanding that self-talk, that ego is different from self, which is nous, which is your knowing. As we kick off in May, I'm going to be sharing how you can do that. 
So I'm going to do some shorter videos to talk about knowing the difference between a decision that's made from self-talk or self, accessing the atomic heart vent, NAUS, and how to really use that, understanding that you have access to all these different records, even reading a balance sheet is going to look different when you sit in that decision-making criteria. And also how to kind of think about the fact that why not? Why would you want to sit in the same thing you were doing pre-COVID? Where is your opportunity to create change? And lastly, you are the pioneer. So if you're watching the show, if you're leading in life, whether you like it or not, you are part of the new generation for your generations that have been in the past and for future generations to come. It's not gender specific either, but you're probably here to create a change in the guard in programming. You're probably here to stop many, many generational cycles of how relationships and projects and work and ideals around money were set in stone because of fear and protection. And the courage will be put on your shoulders to do things differently and you won't be able to not do it. The more you resist, the worse it will get. The more you ignore, the louder it will get. The more you attempt to stay stuck, the more things will break down. So I urge you, set it free, surrender, and ask yourself, what is the next best step? Not 10 steps down, not having to know everything, but simply replace control with curiosity. So, so powerful. And I'm so very proud of you guys. So thanks for being here on this journey. You can sign up for Monday Mojo on the Vitality Coach com.au. Please hit the subscribe and notification button on YouTube down below and bear with me while we do this. It is a long, long time that I've been in this seat as a coach. I even had a sign on the office door at the advertising agency that said the doctor's office, you know. I really know what it's like to be in the trenches of change. I know what it's like to feel like your whole self has been turned upside down. I have been brought to my knees many a time and gone can't I just pack groceries? Like, what is this? You know, show me a sign, tell me what to do next. And I tell you that when you really surrender, the most incredible thing happens because you access an intellect and a connection that's far greater than we've ever been taught before. And to some degree, that makes me a little bit sad, you know, that through schools and universities and everything else, we don't get taught about self earlier. We get taught a lot of self-talk. We get taught to pack ourselves up, to get back on the horse to, you know, have a step up a lip or keep going or, but you're already enough. So I want you to learn how to be the best version of you and not because of an Instagram post, but what that really feels like. And to understand that you are the pioneer in your ecosystem, in your family, in your friend group, in your world, you're it. Uh, you've been given this incredible body, mind, soul, physical, emotional, spiritual, everything access all those things that that's why I love things like breath enhancement training and you know elements that really get us to blend head and heart and bring everything into balance so pressing pause is the most powerful tool you'll ever have in accessing self and I'm going to take you through how to do that and as Billie Jean King the tennis player from many moons ago once said she said a sense of purpose is a privilege if you don't exactly know what your purpose is yet if you don't haven't got your mission statement defined don't worry just start the journey. And I can tell you that you won't be able to turn back. And it is really, really worth it. You will feel disorganized. You might feel rushed. You might feel pushed. You might get shitty and angry. You might swear a lot and you might feel like you don't fit anywhere. But trust me, 
reach out because it is really worth it. And it's a huge responsibility that comes with being part of the change, but it's really something you should be proud of. And there are tools here. I'm here. Please connect. Come join me on Instagram, IGTV at Enfogdenmore, uh, LinkedIn, Enfogdenmore, and vitalitycoach.com.au. Leave your comments. Let me know how you get on. Come and hang out on Monday Mojo. I hope you like this. This is my first live one. And it's all about reverse mojo, how to ensure that you can create magic when you sit with self. Because when you get rid of all the noise, that's when the greatest messages come through. And the greatest creativity, the greatest business decisions, the greatest relationship decisions. And I just tell you one thing, whatever it is, whether it's work, whether it's a transaction, whether it's a person, you must allow yourself to fully engage your heart because that is the most powerful tool of all. It does not remove your experience and your intelligence. It adds the extreme value of getting something that really matters to be at the forefront. Life is not about logistics and arrangements and structures and deals and a sense of duty without a sense of purpose with it that is reciprocated, that is balanced that is equal give and take, that is interdependence, not codependence. Your own self with someone or something else is amplifying the result. But for all too long, we've been taught that it's better to go it alone or to be strong or to stand in your own two feet. But when you unite it on the same page, with the same purpose, the same message and the same values, The effect is audible. And that's what we need in this collective energy. We need more great people to have the good money. We need a united set of couples together that are in this journey to support each other, that lift each other up, don't tear each other down. And it's not transactional and it's not on paper. You know it. So stop arguing with yourself. Shut out the self-talk. Come join me on this journey. I'm going to teach you about quantum decision-making. And you don't have to know everything right away. Just trust yourself because you got this. So thanks for joining, guys. I hope you like this. It's um, all very new. Um, No comments yet because I don't even know how to work that, but I will be doing that. I'm going to end the stream really quickly. I'm also going to put a copy of this on my show, and uh, I'll probably do a podcast version of it too. Come sign up. The podcast is The Mojo Maker Show on iTunes, Spotify, and everything else. And like, subscribe, and hit the notify button for YouTube Vitality Coach TV. Thank you so much. I wish you a wonderful winning week ahead and sharing more things on winning weeks, masterful months, and remarkable years. You got this. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. Yours in total vitality for life. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes, or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.